The situation continues to unfold right now in the economy, and I want to tell you exactly what's happening. The first thing I need to look at is the bubbles. Bubbles have formed everywhere, and if you could believe it or not, the Federal Reserve themselves have actually stated what they believe to be the conditions that could evolve into something much bigger. The second thing I want to look at is the energy crisis. I will give you information related to Europe and Russia and what's happening there and so much more. And the third thing is buying into China with Evergrande and the whole property sector starting to unravel. One very important company has started to buy up that debt. What is that signal? I'll give you the company, all of that and more. Let's begin. The Federal Reserve has released their most recent financial stability report. It's 85 pages. I've included it in the description if you want to read through it yourself. I will save you the boredom and I will get to the nitty gritty. Salient shocks to the financial stability cited in market outreach. Take a look. Fall 2021, most cited potential shocks over the next 12 to 18 months. Number one, top of the list, persistent inflation, monetary tightening. In the spring of 2021, you could look down to the second and third, and that was sharp rise in real interest rates and inflation surge. Things have changed certainly over the last few months. While you had Goldman Sachs, the Federal Reserve themselves, and many other institutions saying, well, we're going to have inflation, but it's transitory, won't be so bad, and then things will get back to normal. But now many have changed their tune, saying that this isn't going to be temporary, it's not going to be transitory, but in fact, it is persistent, perhaps it's permanent. Looking at this, before we get into that financial stability report a little more, I wanted to highlight a couple points from this. Bubble fears are rising as financial conditions flash boom times. Are we in the roaring 20s or is this like in 1929 where they said it was a permanently high plateau? Well, investors are talking about market froth, dovish central bank surprises, poor fuel on the cross-asset rally. Much has happened here over the last little while, but I think it's important that we look at what has been happening. Bubble, mar bubble warnings are ringing louder after a week of dovish central bank bombshells fuel the easiest financial conditions in nearly four decades. That's right. With everything going on, central banks are still ultra dovish. I don't really like that word that they use, but anyway, you can just see what has happened with cryptocurrencies rising like crazy. I have this loaded up right here. Bitcoin is at nearly at the time of this recording is at nearly $68,000. All right. Now over the last, um, you know, couple hours it has been declining but i mean look at that spike we have seen multiple spikes in fact pushing this up thousands in the last you know just in a few hours span you would see that going up a few thousand it has been supercharged absolutely supercharged over the last little while it shows you number one that there is risk there's no doubt about that but it also shows you that perhaps some would say the mistrust in the US dollar is you know uh, basically pushing investors into different places instead of that dollar meaning the federal reserve is going to be half having to get in that system and buy it all up the risk 
is you're creating overheating prices. The risk to the system is that you get too much liquidity in the system, creating excess, something that I've talked about literally thousands of times before. Easy going, the US financial conditions are near the loosest in four decades. This chart going all the way back and it just gets easier and easier and easier. Doesn't take much, all right? Looking at, looking at this, look, it's not clear to me why we need to continue to run monetary policy so hot. I completely agree. The economy is doing just fine based on their statistics. You know, I would agree with that outright statement. But the collateral damage is creating the unintended consequences that are resulting are spreading. This is a Fed that's going to wait and I fear it's going to fall behind and we risk a pretty big policy mistake. I love those terms that they use. Look, the risks, risk of the CCC craze, junkiest junk bonds overtake returns across the US fixed income markets. Just looking at that, that black line right there, that's the riskiest of the risky change in percentage nearing 15% just over those last year. Why would why wouldn't they? They need that yield. They want to get in on that. They're not going to get it in German buns. They're not going to get that in European debt. They're not going to get that in Japanese debt. So what do they do? Well, they put their money into where they believe they can get a return. Hey, it's no risk. Why not, right? Looking at this, Fed warns of peril in the run-up of risky asset prices as well as stable coins. So they did have a section entirely on stable coins. You can flip through that. You don't have to necessarily read all the 85 pages, but you can kind of flip through and see what the Federal Reserve was talking about there. But the risky asset part, we'll, we'll get into that. In fact, they discussed what's happening in China as well. This is one of those points out of this Bloomberg article simply highlighting that fact. Fed flags China concerns as deadline looms. Evergrande update. Warning comes in Fed stability report. Grace period on Evergrande coupon payments ends Wednesday. And I believe I have that highlighted later on in this video as well. We've got problems going on all over the world. And unfortunately for so many, they are just pushing it to the maximum. This is not a time to be pushing everything to the max. Yeah, you can invest, but do you need to be using the maximum amount of leverage? Probably not a wise idea. Fed says that China's real estate troubles could spill over into the U.S. Quote, stresses in China's real estate sector could strain the Chinese financial system with possible spillovers into the United States. The nexus of the Fed's concern is that China's real estate activity is slowing, but the developers have large debts. Some of them, like the Evergrande, are diversified into other areas of the economy. But that doesn't seem to be helping them because look what has happened. Now, this is another problem that really at this time needs to be highlighted, okay? The energy crisis today affects people. It affects you, the individual, because your disposable income is at risk. If you do agree with me that the rise in prices, the inflation we are seeing in energy prices, food prices, and just about everything else is really important and should be front and center on the cover of every newspaper spoken about by every politician locally in your area, hit that thumbs up. This is so key. We should be all talking about this around the dinner table and how this is ultimately being created by those in control. 
Conflict in North Africa threatens gas supply to Europe. A diplomatic crisis between Morocco and Algeria threatens gas supplies to Spain. Spain considers importing more expensive natural gas. Algeria faces a number of problems expanding its gas market share in Europe. This is not the time for that. Okay, We need stability. We need more flows. We need to be overwhelmed with energy. But it doesn't seem to be the case. I've talked about this before with Russia and uh, Europe as well. Yamal gas flows into Germany have averaged well below the gas prom bookings for November. Take a look at that green line right there. Just to give you, I've shown you this chart before, but this is updated information, but it gives you a sense of where it was in previous years. And 2021 is this right now. Down, down, down. Okay, we need to see that moving up. That would be great for Europe if we get more flows. There's, you know, the politics on every side. This is not what the people need. Whatever's happening, the reason why it's happening, we could argue about that all day. But you, the individual, what you pay, your disposable income, that's my concern. Russia keeps grip on Europe's gas market despite Putin's pledge. There's, you know, more than that meets the eye on that. They're trying to you know, make them out to be the, the enemy and so on. Uh, but I think it's definitely two-sided. German gas orders via the key Russian pipe show no sign of relief. No extra capacity was booked to ship more gas on Monday. If you want more details about that, highly recommend checking this out. We, um, and just to leave this section of the video off right here, we expect shelter inflation to rise at the fastest pace in 30 years in 2022. Did you understand what that said? Shelter inflation tracker, according to Goldman Sachs, to rise the fastest pace in 30 years in 2022. You think things are getting crazy today? Wait for next year. This is persistent. This is permanent inflation. It's happening now, right now. Your food prices, your energy prices, your shelter prices are skyrocketing through the roof, and they are not going to help you. You need to take matters into your own hands. A crisis of epic proportions has been created by the results of their central bank devaluation of the currencies. That is underlying all of this. Debasing a currency has a track record of zero, zero successes, and yet they still do it. My message to you is pretty simple. It's hedging against inflation as well as not holding a bulk of your savings in cash. You know that the cash is being devalued. Okay, I understand you want to have some, you got to pay your bills, you get the, you know, the check from the, the place you work and so on. Yes, yes, yes. But we don't want to keep that under the mattress because we know that every day it is being devalued rapidly. Now, take a look at this. This is discussing what has been happening with the power prices going up considerably. Power companies are bracing for a March wave of missed payments and requests for grace period, especially since the moratoriums on the utility payments have expired in many states. Although in many instances, it may be against the law for a utility company to cut off the customer's heat during the winter. Some people are going to be on the hook for, in some cases, thousands and thousands of dollars big problems here. What I saw during what happened in Texas wasn't so good either. They were going in, the reports were saying anyway, people with smart thermostats, they were turning them down. They should not have 
any reasonable excuse for turning those down on people. That's people's own personal private property. But look at what's going on. We have excesses everywhere. It's not just the prices that people are paying for food and energy, but that money is flowing into all kinds of things, including art. Art is among the hottest markets on earth. People, you know, you could argue that this is being used for laundry and so on. Different, you know, totally different discussion. All I know is that people who have extreme levels of wealth have more than ever before. In fact, if you look at it statistically, this is greater disparity than we saw during the Roaring Twenties. Consumers trade ribeye for ground beef as grocery prices rise. So you've got some people buying, you know, a hundred million dollar piece of art, and then you've got others that can't buy a piece of steak because they're buying the ground beef now instead. All right. This is up to the, you know, the personal choice. They they should be able to buy what they want, yet they can't. They are, you know, and this is all part of what, what happens with the CPI. Oh, okay. Well, people can't afford the steak. Yeah, now they're just going to buy ground beef instead. It's not the same basket. It's not the same comparison. I've seen many people in the comment section, and please let me know down below. If you've had to make other choices, oh, I love that product, but I just can't get it. Probably not wise. I'm going to get that one instead. We should not have to make these choices. We should be getting what we want, what we desire. It's not as if we all want a yacht, a mega yacht, a super yacht. This is basic items. It should be affordable to everybody. Shelter should be affordable to everybody. But that's not the case, right? Let me know. Put your comments down below. Used car market gets even more bizarre. Average wholesale used car, uh, used vehicle value. Take a look at that. It is going up considerably, especially since, I mean, it's always been rising as the devalued currency, but we have never seen anything like this before. Just showing you what has happened with all of this. It's also connected in with this directly with the Mannheim index, which you can see the wholesale price increase continues to go higher as expected. Okay, there's more details there. I've gone on really, really long in this one, but look, look, look. Goldman Sachs snaps up the China property debt as others back away. So as everybody is fleeing away from this garbage, Goldman Sachs is diving in. Is that a wise move? I don't know. Maybe they know something we don't. The vampire squid may decide that uh, they're going to have a few meetings with a few people in high places and buy in. Now, just because they're Goldman Sachs doesn't mean they make all the right uh, decisions and all the right you know, uh, forecasts. That's for sure. We've, we've seen a lot of wrong uh, moves, but it's worth noting. Sees distressed priced in as significantly out of alignment. Surely, if you look at Evergrande and what has happened, I mean, their stocks have been battered. There's no doubt about it. Firm also adds China local currency debt in risk off trade. Interesting to note, okay? China's property market could see more pain, even as Evergrande crisis seems to be abating. All right, Evergrande said that it completed its project deliveries involving 57,000 apartment owners from July to October. That's good news, right? However, news of other developers' liquidity issues kept investors on the edge this week. Our view is that currently the property market is caught in a negative credit loop. Chinese developer controlled by government is the latest to plunge yet another company. Another company. Sino Ocean Group Holding. They're basically taking a beating as well. That's just added to the list. 
What about this? A 30-day grace period in some Evergrande coupon payments is set to end on Wednesday. This is another one. It just, it's just going to keep on coming up. Keep on coming up. They pay the last one, supposedly. Will they be able to pay this one? Likely. We're not in the big, big, you know, um, fallout at this point. Perhaps next year, 2022, when all the big payments start coming through. But I'm going to keep tracking it. I'll give that information to you. I flip through all the boring stuff and try to give you this as fast as possible. Now, as I said before, we've got risk taking happening. And certainly people are saying, look, I don't want to take a risk in a government bond. I'm going to put it in something like cryptocurrencies. $3 trillion market cap right now. You could see Ether, Bitcoin gaining considerably. Uh, Binance, Coin, Solana have advanced more than 20% in seven days. It's huge, to say the least. At the time of this recording, Bitcoin is at 68,000. Many people said this would be impossible to have happened, and yet here we are today. So that's you know, that's my message for today's video. Watch the risk. Watch out what's happening. If you appreciate the information, hit that thumbs up button. If you haven't seen this video, you definitely want to check it out. All right, just click it and I will see you there.